Our guest uh, today probably doesn't want to talk about beer since he doesn't drink it. But before we get into a wonderful discussion about video games, I've got something I need to get off my chest. So this week, because of an episode we did called White People Medium, White Person Medium. White People Medium. It's White People Medium. I can't believe I can't remember that because that's all I've thought about this week. But because of that, we actually, like advertise that episode kind of we put it out there it was our best games of the year we were really proud of it and someone probably not someone that we know i assume complained that they were offended by the title white people medium which is a reference to how i like my thai food cooked all i have to say is why in the fuck would you take the time to complain about that. If you're offended by something, scroll past it because there's a million more offensive things I see on the internet every day. So if you're listening or not to the person that complained that white people medium was racist and I think terroristic was the other word that was used by Facebook in the response they gave to us. White people medium. Do me a favor and just fucking yourself. <laughs> Okay. Uh, that was me, by the was way. Was it you? No, 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 not not at all. I, I that, that was a reference to the comment I dropped on there. No, your no, comment was very good. It, it's really funny about that you bring that up because, like, I was telling my wife about that. Uh, we were having a good laugh because that was just absolutely ridiculous. And she was like, "Isn't that like one of the ways that white people order their Thai food?" Without me even explaining it to her, because this is actually a thing. This isn't like one person who's like, oh, this is how I order my Thai food. This is actually a thing. People order their Thai food like this. I'm glad you told me this, because multiple people that day either PM'd me or just put it on the thread. I thought that was a thing, man. Like yeah. I thought white people meeting was a thing. It's and a thing. On the episode, somebody did call us out on it, and I explained it to them very thoroughly and they laughed about it they were like that might get lost in translation i didn't take that to think to mean someone would think i was a either being racist and you know what fuck you it's not even racist because i'm fucking white <laughs> well and, and i mean <laughs> i mean how the I mean, it, terroristic <laughs> i didn't call the episode kill whitey I mean, <laughs> and i shouldn't have said go yourself that was inappropriate for me i'm sorry i'm going off here no, what i meant to say was go yourself <laughs> I agree with it either way. You should first f yourself and then auto-erotic asphyxiation and just because it's a waste of my air, dude. Like, stop breathing it. But the point is, <laughs> the yeah, only way this man. could be considered terroristic is if white people medium was like us saying that we're going to cook white people. That was one thing I thought. And the other thing I thought was, well, dude, a white people medium would be like, Madam Cleo or somebody that white people go to to get their fortune read. Like, call me now for your free reading. I mean, come on. That's what... That was pretty good. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I mean, what else? I could not... In fact, you guys message me all the time. If you guys can figure out why terroristic and white people medium go together, I guess it's implied we're going to cook yeah. white people. 
even I, though we are white people. Right. Are we cooking ourselves? Like, what are, what are we doing here? I don't, I don't understand it. But then, I guess, you know, thinking about it, there's so many other ways that they could have taken this. Like, white people medium. Like, we only have medium-sized cocks. Or white people medium. We're not very tall. We're not very small. We're medium. But none of this has a very negative you, connotation. We have already it. talked and thought about it more than the person that complained well, and was fucking offended by it. Honestly, it doesn't even sound racist to begin with, to be honest. I don't know how... I don't think it does either. And in fact, there like, was no question among us when we wrote it down as the episode title. No one... Now, granted, we were all white, but no, but no one said a word. But as you said, your wife doesn't find it racist. No, she, she's black. And she's black. So. To be fair, though, your wife's pretty cool about shit, though. <laughs> well, yeah, but I mean... But still. And um, Mary Kilroy... Yeah, Mary, oh, Mary always is going to have my back. Yeah, she's not white. No. Well, so. the, the the but the 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 fundamental problem here is that this is actually a thing that people do to order Thai food. So there's really no other way around that. It's, it's absolutely it's right. not racist. It's not terroristic. It's an actual way that people order food. And, and like the other way that you order food is is like you you say Thai hot. Like if you go to a restaurant and you ask for regular hot. Yeah, you're so gonna get are my being racist hot. to the Thais because I said Thai hot? No. no. In fact, they asked <laughs> that specifically. Like, I went to a Thai restaurant and I ordered food and I said, I, I want it Thai hot. And the lady just looked at me and was like, what? She's like, I don't even order my food Thai hot. And like, because most people, your skin color, order white people medium. Uh-oh. <laughs> I'm yeah. sorry for being racist, guys. I didn't mean to do that. Well, no, and that's the good thing about it is you can see something pass by your Facebook feed and you can complain about it. If you really want to bitch, though, listen to the fucking episode. Quit quit taking away from BitFace and start supporting BitFace or listen to it and decide that you don't want to listen to it. And in fact, we never even brought up white people medium on the episode. It's never The words are never uttered on that episode. All we did was title. talk about games, which is what we're going to do today. Welcome to BitFaced. <laughs> <laughs> what are we playing now um mad props to nerd cubed i set aside a whole weekend to listen to y'all's newest episode because that's how fucking long they are uh, i'm gonna be terrible today guys i'm gonna i'm gonna pass it off to our guest here to the left i've got a couple things i want to talk about but joining us in the bit cave for the first time in a very long time bit faced official streamer zachary toma hey what's up guys goodness you were actually streaming today yeah too. so i actually wanted to bring that up because uh, this is a great chance to bring that up uh these past couple months have been absolutely busy for me uh insane between school and work and um i uh actually have been trying to set down and uh and get an idea of an actual legit schedule to start streaming much more regularly um between competitive Overwatch and uh, some other single-player titles that I have in the mix. Are you liking the new stuff on Overwatch? Let's start there, because I actually um, tried it this week. Yeah, I really have to give props off to uh, Jeff Kaplan and the team for Blizzard, because ever since that game released, they've already come out with multiple events, uh, new characters, skins, uh, maps, all free. Uh, this event was pretty cool. Probably the best skins for the characters uh, so far in any event came out of this one. Um, competitive still needs to work though, because uh, they're having they're struggling with some balancing issues right now and between characters and whatnot. But it's a hard game to balance. 
I imagine so. I think that's why they're taking the character releases slow so they can get the balancing down well, just pat. Yeah, it's a very interesting game too when it comes to balance because uh, I read somewhere that uh, Jeff Kaplan and the developers, they they wanted everyone to feel overpowered to the point where that's kind of how it balanced is everyone was so good that if the player behind it was good, you're they're going to feel broken. But... Well, yeah, there's some examples of that, but like, uh, like for example, Genji, the cyborg ninja, in the hands of an amateur, he's absolute shit. In the hands of a very good player, he will destroy your team. I like, am a complete amateur then because I suck with yeah, him. Yeah, like if you, you you you'll know when you see a good one. They'll they'll wreck you. I can only play with Diva and Sumatra. Yeah, which actually uh, Diva's not bad, and she's getting a buff pretty soon. It's Diva's amazing. I think Diva's, when they took away, when I could explode anywhere and not kill myself, I was like, wow, you made Diva even better. <laughs> yeah. Because uh, you could get tactical. You could jump out with your gun. They're busy chasing you. Your mech's blowing up. It's It allows you to cause a lot more chaos. Yeah, I think the game's fun. I mean, I know, uh, for example, I remember you talking about it, that the, it's just there's not enough right now. I guarantee you, give this game like a year or two to grow, and it's going to be a giant amount of content dude in a year or two i'm gonna be playing something else i don't think that's a bad point though because when hearthstone came out granted it had just killed the wow tcg and i hated it for that because i had tons of cards hundreds of dollars invested and i had a lot of stuff that i could choose from to play and hearthstone had very limited content and i didn't play it for the first year and a half almost that it was out i and then i went back and I was like, oh my gosh, they have multiple sets and they have huge amounts of content and they're regularly doing updates. And to your point, I haven't played a lot of Overwatch. In fact, I've only played like four games because I thought uh, four levels, I'm going to go through this quick, 20 characters, whatever. You know, I have six hours of gameplay maybe. And then it's going to get repetitive. But I didn't take into consideration that they are doing all of their seasonal skins. Can you get those after this is done, those are just gone. I mean, right? that that's actually that's something that a lot of people is uh, trying to speculate on right now. Um, they're wondering if, like, when the Olympics come back, if they're going to re-release those summer skins. Uh, or if they'll do new skins. Or if they'll do new ones. Um, it's kind of hard to say. I think they might be locked out, though. I, I think maybe the, the Christmas ones might come back. Maybe, like, the regular holidays. But I don't even know. Because if you look at other games like League of Legends... They never re-release skins, but they they do, but not on a regular basis. Well, they yeah. they they keep all skins available for purchase, though. For the most part, there's some. For the most are, part, some get locked out though, so I'm not do. sure how they're. Gonna if you're do gonna that. leave them up there and tease me with them, which is what I saw the other night when I was playing, take them out of the store, man. If I yeah. can't buy it, why do I have to look at it? That that is one thing. Like, that wow, sucks. that's an awesome skin that I can't get. I kind of yeah. like that though, because then it generates people wanting to play it during those times during like right now it's chinese new year until probably tomorrow it's the end of chinese new year and um the new game mode uh is capture the flag and it's pretty fun okay well and they also they also uh built up the arcade mode which has a multitude of different types of game modes that you can play now i didn't know they even had an arcade they even came out with the 3v3 elimination mode which is killer I actually like the time. I only spent two hours playing yeah. this week, but I actually I enjoyed it. Uh, honestly, okay. for arcade mode, I really like the uh, the one where um, your heroes switch every time you die, so you don't actually get to pick your hero. You just your heroes are constantly swapping all the time, and they always give me Widowmaker, and I always <laughs> suck. Yeah, 
I might actually have to play. Like I have held off for so long. And to your point, when did that come out? Well, last year? You, you saw me streaming today. I mean, the game is fun. It looks fun. And it's, it's a blast. Yeah. Yeah. And if there is someone that you want to watch, Toma is actually good at the game, which I can't say about a lot of games, but well, I mean, I will attest to Toma being the best gamer sitting in this room. I'd say that. No, that's true. That's true. I'm, I will hands down. I will. I, I'd pass to him. Way pers- yeah, way further put myself down on the totem pole. Because he doesn't drink beer. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's got to help. I mean, but this this current competitive season for Overwatch, I've been getting crushed. Like, uh, season one, I, I finished the equivalent of Diamond. Uh, season two, I finished High Platinum. This season, though, I can't break out of Copper. Gold. <laughs> yeah, this season, I'm just cool. getting messed up. See, that's pretty good, though. If you've ever played a game competitively, like, getting to gold is actually a struggle for a lot of people like getting well really bad people do stay in like bronze and i know a lot of those people and uh getting into silver not horribly tough but breaking into that gold section is is actually where you start to play against people who have a huge amount of skill over the two ranks below them and then everything past that is insane because breaking out of gold is something that I haven't been able to do in a competitive yeah, game. Yeah, I used to have a pretty dedicated competitive team, but they're we're all kind of split up right now. So when we get back together, I should be able to break back into Diamond because that's what I did in Season 1. Well, I mean, I know we're talking about Overwatch, but let's talk about some some new shit. Yeah. Uh, where do you want to start? No, I'm definitely... Uh, I actually want to start with... Uh, we mentioned it earlier. Uh, we are talking about Bioware. and um, Let's talk about that. That's a good place to start. Mass Effect is... By far my favorite Bioware series ever. Um, I don't really replay single-player games. I don't. Because once I've got the experience, just like a movie, I don't really want to watch it again. I don't want to really play it again. But I beat Mass Effect 1 and 2 so many times. They do the choose-your-own-adventure Goosebumps style so well. they really do. But this this one's going to be a lot different, though. Um... I don't, I, there's a lot of there's limited information on it, but from what we do know, um, it's not going to have anything to do with the first three uh, in, in a completely different part of the universe. You're playing as uh, this guy Ryder or his sister, and that's where you have your gender selection. You play as either the brother or the sister, but it's the first time that both gender selections will play side by side. So if you pick the sister, your brother's by your side. If you pick the brother, your sister's by your side. It's a whole different character then. So yeah. you, you get them as one of the non-player characters. Exactly. That's pretty cool, actually. I heard there's one alien race that we probably won't see in the game, and I forget which one. Actually, multiple. The really? Asari's. Uh, Aww. Yeah, they're, uh, they're, they're speculated to go out. Tali's race is uh, expected to go out. Um, there's like two more. I can't remember off the top of my head, but uh, they're doing a lot of other different things too. Um, they're they're I th- from what I heard, they're taking out the uh, good and evil, and they're just going to make a wide selection of choices that you can make. You also don't pick a starting class this time around, and instead uh, you just allocate your skill points as you go to just build your character the way you want them to be. Tell me about the combat. Well, that then so I I'm I'm pretty sure it's going to be similar to. Mass Effect 2 and 3, where it's more action-orientated. Gears of War. Yeah, more Gears of War. Except um, you can pause it. Because I think they I think they found when they built 2 and 3 that that was the sweet spot. That worked way better than 1. That's why I can't replay 1. Yeah. I actually really, really love 1. It's I've beaten 1 twice, but I've not played 2 or 3 yet. 
so I need to play two. Oh my god! Coming from someone who's played all of them many, many, many times, um, one was great except for the menu system was goddamn atrocious. I didn't think the it was- elevators. Well, yeah, the elevators. I could like prepare dinner, do my laundry. <laughs> the elevators go were get pretty obnoxious. Come back and I, and there I'd just was be some there were some glitches too at the elevators. Where you, it would just lock up and freeze. But um, the menu system was just absolutely horrible. There's no way to really organize it. It was terrible. Two was just the sweet balance between RPG and third person shooter. And um, with three, two is my favorite, and two has the best ending sequence. I think yeah. of almost any. Not the end of the game, but the final. You know what I'm talking oh, about. Uh, just two is absolutely goddamn amazing. I didn't think three was as disappointing as everyone else did, but I still love two better. You know, honestly, one of the things that, I mean, with, with three, what really irritated me was the fact that, one, you couldn't holster your weapon anymore. I found that odd Fuck. that, uh... sorry, noob. How many <laughs> of these have we done? Yeah, I found it odd that um, with uh, all the other ones, you could holster your weapon. But in three, you can't. Uh, in the other ones, I felt like there's a lot more interaction with the environment. And in three, it was very cut. But I think that's because they added the multiplayer. And, which was uh, awesome. Which was so good. I loved it. I played it pretty extensively. I did too. Um, in fact, there's still people who play it today, um, believe it or not. The the multiplayer in Mass Effect 3 was oh, I believe it. goddamn amazing. So, so when they say they're doing multiplayer for the new one, I'm I'm thinking it's going to be on that level. I want to touch on a point that you just made real quick. Holstering your gun. It bothered the shit out of me. And I I like that it did because when you're playing a game like that, those subtle nuances, that's something that you really pay attention to. Even like Skyrim or Morrowind, when you're going around in a town, you don't just want to be carrying a broadsword. You want to put your weapon away and act as if you are that character, which you wouldn't always be carrying your weapon, right? Yes, and but the thing that made it even worse is that you could do it in one and two. So then we get to three, I'm like, where's my holster button to put away my gun? And then I find out I can't, so now I'm just running around with my gun out, and it just feels weird when I could do it in all the other games. So, I mean, for me, it was just it was a big miss. Um, but the, the this new one, I think, is going to be right on the When line. does it come out? It's soon, right? I thought uh, it was uh, 26th or 27th of this month, right? Oh wow! Is it a February title? It's a February uh, Mass Effect. Yeah, it's, or, yeah. I think so because when is Persona Five? It's like March. Persona 5th, Five right? actually got pushed back to April fourth. Yeah, unfortunately, they pushed it back again. I'm fucking done. <laughs> done <laughs> with this. Did, bullshit. Didn't I? I call this on an episode of Bitface, and you're like, no, no, no. The street date's firm, and I was like, has it gone gold yet? And well, you actually, said, uh, no, it hasn't gone gold yet, and I said they're going to delay it again. So I may be thinking wrong it may be the 26th or 27th of march then for andromeda uh, yes yeah uh, you would be correct right now it's slated for march 21st but that could be pushed back yeah so that's what i was thinking because i knew that persona 5 was pushed back it's within two weeks of andromeda basically we are getting a pretty i don't know high profile title next week but doesn't is it pronounced nio nier nier oh no i think it's talking about nio oh, the, uh, nio. Nio. yeah that comes Dark out Souls tuesday clone. Is that Nio or Neo? You tell me. You're the one that's all pumped and saying you're going to buy it. I would think, being a Japanese-based title, that it would be Neo. Well, I think there is some some excitement to be had about it because it's it's Team Ninja, and those are the guys who did Ninja Gaiden, and that was some goddamn amazing 
I'm going to sip down my beer because this is a discussion that Eric and I were having because he's absolutely right. That comes out Tuesday, the 7th of February, and I am really stoked for it for exactly the reason you stated. Team Ninja made Ninja Gaiden, and it was great. It's fucking amazing. And I said the combat, to some extent, where you had to dodge and parry and block, it was a little bit faster, but it was similar and especially in difficulty to Dark Souls. So, and I disagree. I think Ninja Gaiden is more like Devil May Cry. I th- the, I, the I agree with style. that, but I believe it's also a lot harder. Ninja Gaiden was a very difficult. I don't. Game. I didn't disagree yeah. with that yesterday, and I won't yeah. disagree with it today. But what's what's what what, what for me? What's cool about it is that um, with this title, the developers didn't play no smoke and mirrors they're straight up like hey we are taking even the, we are very inspired by dark font, souls with this title even the fonts on the screens i was like i hope you paid the developers of dark souls i hope you paid from software some fucking money i, I because think, you really yeah i hope it's great and i've actually got it coming from gamefly yes. i hope it's awesome because i mean who can complain about less dark souls or more dark souls i should say but honestly when I first saw the screen, I was like, wow, they're not even going to try to fucking do something original. But I, I think they are. And it comes in a lot of the different like looting systems and the inventory system. I hope they do put their own spin on it. But just looking at a screenshot, it looks exactly the same. Well, so for me, which is weird because for you, I know that if we were to choose between Fallout and Skyrim, your choice is Fallout. So All the way. You know, you're you're into the post-apocalyptic style over the fantasy style. And in this particular comparison, I'm much more of a fan of being in like a samurai feudal Japan style era and playing that style of game. It's much more intriguing to me, the same way that Bloodborne was, having the steampunk style over the fantasy style. Well, I was just going to mention Bloodborne there for a minute because I think, like, the way I look at it is, like, Bloodborne was kind of supposed to be, like, a new IP from From Software, but it was Dark Souls, like, 2.0. It had so, nuances that were different. I need to get back yeah, to Bloodborne. But to be very honest, I mean, the differences were so slight that it could literally have just been called Dark Souls and With a just gun. set in another Dark- universe and uh which it was because that's what bloodborne is they could have called it like steam but i think uh neo or nio or however we want to pronounce that i think that is what bloodborne could have been something different but with the same influence a spiritual influence so i think i think i'm kind of interested to see how that turns out so we can play it tuesday yeah we can play it tuesday and it's actually gotten insane reviews like metacritic right now is like a nine out of ten Wow. Um, and I mean, that's something like 20. And honestly, reviews. like for me, when I look at game reviews, Metacritic is the best one because it's taking everything and pulling an average. So I like to skim. I yeah. normally don't read until after I play, though. I have a very movies, too. Yeah. I love reading reviews, but I normally wait till I play it first or I watch it first because I don't want the review to influence my opinion. I've read nothing about it, but I just wanted to see. I was like, you know what? If it's going to be called a Dark Souls clone, how well is it being received right now? And it's being received very well. I'm excited to play it. One game I was excited to play that came out this past week that ended up being a giant flaming pile of shit is Double Dragon 4. 
like I get the nostalgia factor and like there's even screen tearing and the graphics fuck up on purpose. Like they ri- but don't make the game shitty. Don't yeah, don't try to don't try so hard to fan service that you end up ruining the point of making a new game. Like you could have made a cool 16-bit, 8-bit looking game that was fun, not with the cheap deaths and I told you, you get caught with a guy doing a move and you literally can't get up for like a minute and a half. And I'm like, yeah, this is what Double Dragon 3 used to be like back in the early 80s, late 90s, or um, early 90s when games sucked. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't want to play yeah. that again. The problem with that is when you have nostalgia, you don't want to bring all the bad things with it. And that's what they do, dude. It's it's packed that, with bad. In fact, we can play a, it tonight. That's not a smart idea at all. I want to play that first because I want to get absolutely frustrated. And then I want us to sit down and play a little bit of a game that has a similar style. Um, <laughs> but I picked it up because my kid, and they made a side-scrolling beat-em-up of Power Rangers that they released on the PlayStation 4. And it's really fun. I played through the whole first <laughs> level. And the cutscenes. If and you don't have plans tonight, that's what we're doing. There's some nostalgia there, too. But the nostalgia that they bring back is in, like, sound bites and, like, things like that. So... You're exactly right. When you hear, and you just, you're going in your Megazord and like fighting giant monsters and stuff. I'll play it with you because I know you want to play it. You know, I don't love the property though. I was Voltron. And I like Voltron a lot more. Which I need to watch because I heard, uh, actually Lewis Black. Nice. Said he cried during one scene. And I mean, the new Netflix series. Yeah. Yeah, The new season, season two. That's crazy. I need to finish season one and I want to watch season two because here's the difference. Voltron, even back in the day, was legitimately good. And that's, I enjoyed. Voltron and Robotech were my two. Yeah. And they, they were both. Robotech was shit. They were both great. They we had, should do a Robotech episode of BitFace, then I'm not even fucking Not with trying you guys. to go off topic, but have you ever seen the movie uh, Macross Plus? Yes. Fucking amazing. I knew you would bring that up because we watched it when we were, what, 10? <laughs> Dude, that, that I so started good. watching Robotech when I was 10. Actually, probably earlier, like 8. Yeah. My point, though, is those are both good. And I think if you try to watch Power Rangers, you really understand that they don't write it to be serious. <laughs> they write it to be very campy and awful. But, like, I remember it being cool as a kid, and I'm sure Titus loves it. He especially loves the Power, Power Rangers Samurai because I don't, they're really flashy and they do try to be a little cool. And honestly, I even think some of the stuff they do is kind of cool. <laughs> well, the the new movie looks very serious, um, taking a much more serious tone. They actually released another trailer that shows a lot more of it now. Um, actually, kind of excited to see that. Me too. I'm being forced to go by Jake. Yeah, because Heather won't take him to that one. She actually texted me like, "Hey, guess what movie you're going to see?" <laughs> is that in March as well? I don't know. I didn't look up dates for tonight. I didn't even come with a list. I figure I was going to go off about white people medium for about an hour. That's all I had planned tonight, guys. I'm going to go off on white people medium. (laughs) Back to Bioware for a second, though. They announced today or yesterday that they have a new IP coming out, and it is not an RPG. So, thoughts? Well, I have... Okay, so first off, I have faith in Bioware because I have... The only one I don't like is the MMO that they did with Star Wars. Which Every, I, don't think, I don't think was shitty. I mean, it, it wasn't in a sense. Like, the story that you could play as with every character was actually really, really good. The same thing you'd expect from a Bioware game. 
but they missed the mark on what it is to be an MMO. There was no post game content. And so for someone who wanted to go a little farther, hardcore, you know, gamer built into like playing other MMOs, that's where it kind of fell for me. But Bioware does not put out bad games. Like for the most part, uh, almost all their games, you look back and they're just absolutely amazing. So, well, they said it's not going to be an RPG, but just think about it for a second. And they said you're going to have to, you're going to need a friend. What? You're going to need your friends, is I think what the quote was. All right, so then comes the question, are they going to try to do another MMO? Or it could be something... Uh, no, it's, it could be like... I didn't say RPG. Between. I know, I still don't think so. Though. I mean, it could be like the Destiny style of uh, multiplayer action. I hope it's the new Tony Hawk game. <laughs> <laughs> the thing is, like, what has Bioware ever done that wasn't considered technically an RPG? I would even say that... Um, Mass Effect. Oh, it is an RPG. It's an RPG. It's an action RPG. So what? Mass they... Effect Two was Gears of War meets Mass Effect One. Yeah, I mean, I think w- what they're talking about here is, I think it's going to be uh, something along, maybe not the same genre, but something along the lines of how they kind of branched off with Mass Effect Two and Three to do something really different. Um, I think it's going to be something around that line. Gosh, I'm. Well, I don't. I'm Are you seeing at, anything that's coming out this month? Are you looking at Mass Effect? I'm looking at all their old stuff, and everything here I would technically classify as an RPG. As an RPG, and in fact, everything on this list they classify as an RPG too. So, what would they do that's not an RPG? That's the that's the craziest thing to me. I just don't. But understand. if they specifically came out in their press release and said not an RPG, maybe they're maybe they're tired of making RPGs after thirty years of quality RPG making. Apparently, in two thousand, they had a game that I've never played called MDK Two, mm-hmm. and it's a first person, a third person shooter, action adventure. Yeah, it's that, terrible. <laughs> when did they start? I said thirty years. There's no way. Have they been around thirty years? No way. Ninety six. Okay. Twenty one years. They've been around a while. They made Shattered Steel was their first one. Is that an airplane game? Mech Simulator. Mech Simulator. I didn't play that. Well, here's something to look at. It's something to be excited for. Uh, I like when companies go out of their comfort zone and try something different. That's something that I really respect. And sometimes it has some of the most incredible results. Like look at uh, Resident Evil, for example. One through three. Same type of game, uh, no no change up on the formula, and then four comes out and they just reinvent the series, and it was goddamn amazing. So when you have a big company like Bioware, who now they have a lot of experience. Well, and to your point, like they just made seven, which is a first. Which I've person. also yeah. heard is a reinvention, if you will, on a positive note to the series. Yeah, which I played the uh, I played the teaser demo, and it was terrifying. I'm going to get to play it tomorrow on VR. VR. I think yeah. that's the way to play it. I think it really is. I think I think that would definitely be the, the way to go with that experience. I think that's why they went into a first-person mode, so they could actually immerse you in a survival horror, which I know that's your, like, wet dreamy. So. But, yeah, I'm uh, I'm excited to see what uh, Bioware cooks up with this. This will be interesting. I We've already talked about it on the cast, but... Horror VR for me, oh my god, I can't, I can't wait. That's how I want it because in my mind I still know it's fake, but I know I could absorb myself in it enough to scare the shit out of myself. 
that's when video games get get real, guys. When I mean, I've cried during video games multiple times. That's kind of taking it to the next level, though, though don't you think? Yeah. I mean, the VR looks it, – it's going to be really interesting. Have you tried it at all? See. I haven't, but from the people I've heard that have talked about it have just said nothing but positive things. You have to – we have to get a setup here. In fact, I might invest in that. You have to try it, man. Yeah. I want to get it for the Star Trek game. Yeah. Well, and also for Tyler uh, and and I, uh, Ace Combat Seven is coming out later this year. For is that going to be? Oh, yes. My. Ace Combat Seven VR. You're going to be in the cockpit. So that's. I would love that. That is going to be absolutely insane. I'm going to get one of the uh, joysticks, throttle, go full out, just fucking. No, I would. Yeah, definitely. That would be absolutely crazy. That's something that Eric and I were talking about in VR. And so I'm curious to hear your opinion on this. VR, something like Resident Evil, while that sounds great, we don't have the capabilities to mass produce a way for us to walk around in such a manner that it would feel like I'm in the game. Well, that's actually something I was just bringing up there uh, was the fact that the VR, whereas the idea is cool, there's certain games that do work very well in that medium. I think it's going to be very interesting to see how this evolves gaming 10, 15, 20 years down the line. I think they will come up with an idea that allows you to go a little farther with VR. They have, they have the treadmill thing. Yeah. You guys have seen that, but I mean, that's not really something that's just going to be household friendly. That's what I'm talking about. They don't have a way to mass produce, a, a, like a, a well-versioned way to do it because i think they could possibly figure it out i mean there there's a lot of interesting ideas that have floated out there i think if, people if are you want to look at like pure fantasy like in terms of how this could possibly work uh like the anime sort of online they have uh this vr set where they literally just lay down on their bed and it just like interacts with their brain waves and it's neural nerves. immersion yeah yep. so this is going to be like the Star Trek The Next Generation with Ashley Judd on it. Basically, it puts you to sleep and, and interacts with that. But it, but if you look how technology has evolved over the past like 30 years, imagine what we could be doing you know, 50 years from now. So that could possibly be real. It could be. And there's, I'll be dead, so you guys have to play this shit for me, okay? Play yeah. it in my honor. <laughs> there's another game, actually. Persona uh, 6 will be out then. <laughs> no, Persona 5 might come out by that time. <laughs> it might be delayed. <laughs> Delay till 2056. Um, There's another game, though, if we want to think about how virtual reality could work. And I know you've played this. I don't think Eric has. But it was a PS2 game, and I tried to speed rush this game. It took me about 100 hours. It's so fucking long. Star Ocean till the end of time. I've played uh, Star Ocean on Dreamcast. The original, yes. Is that the original? I think so. Or is it PS1? The one we're talking about, I think, is uh, Till the End of Time. Till the End of Time. I started it. It's great. Probably one of the most ridiculous plot twists I've ever seen in a video game in my entire life. It's insane. But they have a room where you go into it, and it basically adapts the walls and turns the whole... It's a simulated room. Yeah, which is is a cool idea, but then when we look at a practicable sense, like for this, I mean, in 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 a everyday household, like you don't. Oh, think, the education. You don't think we could have a Reap room? Reap showed me uh, 
bunch of educational, like where you can go inside the human body and learn about the organs, or you can be underwater and you can, it's like being at an aquarium, except you can identify and get information. And like, I mean, eventually it'll be a false Leonard Nimoy voice reading it into your ear or Morgan Freeman. I mean, the educational applications are amazing. People aren't going to have to go to school. And that's the thing with neural immersion, something like that, me and a friend were talking about it. If that were to come into fruition, we wouldn't have to do things like drive an hour down to work. We would just plug in our headset and we would work. You could technically be at an office. In a virtual a environment. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Everyone would have this virtual environment that they could work in. That would also be really, I don't know. That's, that's, it, it's hard. It's hard to imagine what it's going to be like in the future because I don't think anyone imagined we would have the things we have today. So, I, there are all sorts of people who try to predict stuff like this. And if that's you watch why. Star Trek, I'm serious. Look at all of the gadgets they have on Star Trek, and we have almost all of them now. Yeah. Kirk walks around with a fucking iPad. Dude, a communicator, our cell phones are even better. But the first flip phones that beep, 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 dude, that's even the thing I had programmed to mine. Because yeah, think about that. I mean, for medical applications, our science fiction has dictated a lot of the direction our technology has gone. And those things that we can try to imagine, and the reason that I do try to imagine them is because it pushes people to try to get there, and even if we don't get there in one way, maybe we prevent we advance technology in a different way, and we discover something entirely new. So yeah, you should always think as far out of the box. Yeah, as you yeah, can. yeah. No, and that's why I don't really. I'm hoping anything. I get to time travel before I die. I'm hoping <laughs> I like I can just to go to credit. you know down to the gas station if we even have gas, and I can time travel. Hopefully not. We should have uh, some kind of nuclear fusion-based cars, like forty years in the future. Dude, I'm going to be like, you guys are going to be pushing me to wherever. <laughs> I hope we have a, a great way to shit besides a colostomy bag in 40 years. That's what I'm hoping. Probably will. Probably uh, will. You guys will just have to come to the old folks' home and bring me new games. That's all I ask. Like, And you'll walk in, and I'll be hooked up to the VR, and I'll be like, hey, what's going on, guys? Like, I'm fucking a, an alien bitch right now. <laughs> what's happening? <laughs> you guys here to record? I know I'm only allowed on one episode a year now because I'm so old and pissed. We'd be like, don't worry, we retired. It's Titus and Jake. Oh, that's true. That's who we are passing the, uh, passing it off to. I think that's going to be awesome. I think so, too. So what else are you guys excited about? We've talked about one game coming out in February. Oh, yeah. So getting back, getting back to games. Take it over. <laughs> Me and Eric were talking just, uh, just before this podcast about Gravity Rush. The, the second one is out on the PS4. I didn't even know this. I didn't know it came out. Yes, it's already out. It came out on the 20th of January. Oh, my God. Like, not even just came out. Like, came out weeks ago. I was How telling did... Zach, I watched the trailer this week, and I was like, that's going to be amazing. And it was like, by now. And I was like, you've got to be kidding me. <laughs> like, how did under that just radar. sneak? Yeah, so under the radar. That's probably the most sleeper release I've seen in so long. I Which, prefer that over something like Destiny, where they way overhyped what that was going to be for years. I will say, in Destiny's defense, though, there's a lot of aspects of that game that Did were, you just say in defense in of Destiny? Yeah, Destiny. <laughs> going back a long way, you know, you can go check out one of our very, very old podcasts, what I believe was the first one that I showed up in. It was in yes. defense of Destiny. And um, I will defend that game. I do not play it anymore. I will not play it again, but from the experiences I did pull from the game, they were absolutely incredible. It was 
good in its own right. Um, I do think there's aspects of it that were overhyped. But going back to that episode for just a second before you leave it, after that episode, uh, one of our uh, one of our biggest fans, uh, the original Bunny Blue, texted me and he was like, "There's no way he spends that much money on mobile games." <laughs> Yeah, let's not go back to that one. Um, I actually don't spend any money on mobile games anymore. Uh, I don't play anything free to play because I have. No, every time you come over here and I see you pretty frequently, you're playing something new on the PlayStation 4 or you're playing something not classic, if you will, but like Borderlands 2. Yeah. Yeah, I'm really just sticking. You're playing something with Tyler. I'm I'm sticking with games that you you buy it, you get the whole thing. None of this uh, microtransaction shit. You have a very bad addiction to microtransactions. No, I mean, I just think it's to really, if you... I mean, at least it's not like heroin or prostitutes. It's pretty close. But um, Gravity Rush on the Vita was absolutely awesome. I mean, And the, the only complaint I really had is the open world kind of felt dead. But I mean, it was a Vita game. And for them to accomplish what they did was absolutely incredible. And the idea of just being able to manipulate gravity worked so well, and it was so much fun. So I was insanely excited to hear that they were doing a second one, unfortunately just for the PS4, but I had no clue it was out already. I haven't got to play it yet. The trailer looks amazing, and the reviews have been amazing too. And I I haven't perused these articles, but I've seen a lot of articles that said, this is the year to have a PS4. Because they're dropping exclusives like bombs. Oh, yeah. So, Persona 5. <laughs> yeah. Dude, you understand. I'm. <laughs> if Kingdom Hearts 3 gets announced for some release date this year, like I'm just never playing on another console in my life. Honestly, like my hype for Kingdom Hearts I'm just, is just I'm about just... <laughs> dead at this point because they've taken so long. But I am super pumped for Persona 5. Get out of here with that bullshit. I mean, we'll, Starcraft see, we'll, see when, we'll see when it comes around the horizon, but I, I think it's still got a ways to go. Diablo 3, all these 10-year games. I guess well, on, on that subject with Kingdom Hearts 3, what worries me about that is that Final Fantasy 15, I love it. It's a great game, but it doesn't in some aspects feel complete. It, they spent so long on development, um, moving people around from different teams to get it out. And... Uh, had to scrap it and start from scratch. Did the developers spend a lot of time in a car? Uh, yes, and uh, with oh, it was all it was all uh, so you know, him and his, like, three yeah. best friends, just all best friends in a car, just circle jerk. That's the how they got all their motivation for the game. Um, no, but it is fun. Uh, but yeah, like I said, it doesn't really feel complete. I'm kind of worried that Kingdom Hearts three might wind up with the same issues. I don't think you can like straight say that it's been the amount of time from kingdom hearts two to kingdom hearts three though, because they have produced a lot of other kingdom hearts games in between that. You mean produced a lot of remakes, like remake, 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 remake. I'm not, (laughs) I'm not talking about 1.5 and 2.5 and 2.8. I mean, get get out of here. And to Tama's point, none of the games have been as of note as the original two in the series. I will I will, though, disagree with that one. Birth by Sleep on the PSP was actually my favorite Kingdom Hearts title today. I thought it was better than all of them put together. And that's actually coming out with the 2.8 prologue. 2.8 is so out. When, it's when, out. Oh, it's already out. Yeah. So <laughs> it came my out God. the same day as uh, I'm, I'm missing <laughs> everything. Gravity Rush. Yeah. So, Gravity uh, Rush came out. No, yeah, it was earlier, if actually. If you do happen to pick up that new Kingdom Hearts uh, release, it has Birth by Sleep on there. And it was 
by far probably the best one. See, and I have loved every Kingdom Hearts game that has come out. One was amazing. Chain of Memories being a card battle based was, system was good. Was amazing. 365 slash something I did not like though. 356 over two. Yeah, and then the uh, recoded. What a I, terrible, terrible game title. Yeah. Why would you call your game that? It, it had, it had to, to do. You'd it have had to play to, to find game. out. It actually, oh my god! I can't wait for more math problems. Yeah. So, one point five, two point zero, two point eight. Yeah, three sixty five <laughs> divided by two. I mean, what the fuck? Like, I don't want to play that. Recoded was also pretty awful, but aside from that, they're they're all pretty good. I didn't play Recoded, but that's the one that was supposed to be developed for like mobile phones and at then, first. And then it eventually got a DS port. See, so that's the one that I'm not I have to play it cuz I haven't yet and I need to see if it fits in the story and how it does. But the other one that I've heard was actually really good that was on the DS I believe as well was Dream Drop Dream Drop Distance. Yeah. I actually had a big uh what would you call that? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, yeah. A standy for uh Dream Drop Distance. What uh, happened to it? Uh, my wife told me to throw it out. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. I will fight your wife because I would have taken oh, that from you. It's in a trash can in California somewhere. No. You could have sold it. Road yeah. trip? Road trip. I'm not road tripping for King. Well, yeah, I just saw swag. that on the news feed for Bitface. Someone was referring to their Resident Evil 4 standee that's going for like 250 Yeah, you could have easily sold that. But more so than that, you could have easily just brought it out here and I would have like touched your penis for it or something. I don't know. Yeah. You got to get a little bit more than that. <laughs> like go for like two penis touches and he cooks you dinner. Don't don't settle for one penis touch. Yeah, at least two. We have to go for at least I would two. never do it without cooking dinner first. So that should add a little bit to it. But my point is we've got all those games in between two and three that they've been working on. And they've all been of quality except for, of course, potentially recoded because i haven't played that yeah and they all work into the story too which is a little overly complicated but um still still pretty good i think that's amazing i like i would have thought at first that i hated the fact that they released them all out of order that the whole story was so long but they're not short parts of the story like they take a good amount of time to beat these games. Like in order to get the full story from even chain of memories, you had to play through it twice. You had to play reverse rebirth as Riku to get the full story. So, I mean, you drop 20 hours or more on each of these games. No, I really think if you play a game, you get a, you get a really good experience out of it. You know, a decent amount of hours, it's worth it. That's why I think 3 is still going to be good. I know they're working on it, and they're putting on... Well, and I mean, 15 is good. I'm not saying it's bad. I just feel like there there is a whole package of that missing that could have been there and made it a much better experience. I do know they were actually adding multiplayer to that game, though. Hmm. Four-player co-op. They still are? To 15. Uh, possibly. They in DLC. Think- hmm. That yes. sounds weird. It does sound weird. Yeah. Only because, is anybody really going to go back and play it? It's not going to be through the whole campaign. It's going to be its own thing. Even a bigger reason not to go back and do it. Yeah. I don't know. I would sit down and play the whole campaign with you if I could. I would too. Yeah, that would actually be pretty cool. As long as I got to leave when we were riding around in a car for 17 hours. I watch your streams. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. The one time I streamed Final Fantasy. Are you going to get back to Dishonored? Um, I so am. But you Would know, you, you know, honestly, the only reason I haven't is because I absolutely want to make sure that every level I do, 
you guys are going to be there to watch it because I we had so much fun. Did you finish it? When we no, but I'm really uh, close. I need to get back to it. Are, are, so you're on five? So I, I'm, I'm on still eight. at the point where I've only completed the clockwork, and I didn't want to do anything until we were all watching it together because that was so much fun. So I'm going to go get that from – I lent it to Jess because I didn't start it yet after you bought it for me. Shocker. <laughs> and I'm going to go get it, and I'm going to try to catch up – at least to Eric and get past where you were because it was so much fun watching you, but, <laughs> but I know how to beat that whole level now. Yeah. That, that was, that was too much fun. You should pop that into 19. I'll sit down and uh, I'll give you some, I'm not going to yeah. give you pointers obviously, cause but I know watch. you want to experience, but I'll yeah. watch you. All right. I might do that and I could stream it on PS4 under BitFace games. So yeah. Or we could play some power Rangers. I don't know yet. Maybe we'll do both. Double dragon. Double Dragon first. And yeah, then, I mean, I, I, I but I have a whole huge lineup of games I plan on streaming soon. Um, it's going to be a toss up. It's not going to be just one game. It's going to be a lot of other ones, uh, depending on the day. Uh, but we're looking at Metal Gear Solid Five, Final Fantasy Fifteen, Dishonored Two. Um, I will you gonna be play anything up, new. Uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> ha 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 ha. Uh, that's, that's, that's what Dawn. I'm here for. I hate to tell you, um, Horizon Zero Dawn. Um, I am picking that up. I'll be streaming that one as well. So I, I mean, there's, there's. Tell me a little bit about that. That's the. Um, you were talking about that out. Yeah. Outside. Um, I'm pretty sure a lot of people will know about it right now because it, it is pretty hyped. Um, unfortunately, I don't know as much as I probably should. Uh, I do know though that it's like a post-apocalyptic. Uh, Thank you. <laughs> I'm not gonna try and stutter over myself. Um, it's faced But uh. Basically, robots have taken over humanity. They're like now the dominant, you know, part of the food chain. And uh, but they're all like look like dinosaurs and other types of animals and stuff. And then you play as uh, the character that you're playing as is like a hunter, or I guess, and you're just like trying to save what's left of humanity. Yeah, this game looks sweet. Horizon Zero Dawn. Yeah, absolutely. Like I don't know a lot about it. I just know from what I've seen off a couple of trailers, but it looked absolutely cool. When does that come out? That's soon, right? Yeah, twentieth of February. So we got a couple big titles. Uh, I, this, this is going to be the year for video. games. I think we're right seeing here. a huge quarter one swing. People are just all the way up into June. We have because they don't think releases. the country is going to make it <laughs> almost every single month. That's possible. We do have a bunch of heavy hitters this year. We haven't even talked about South Park. Oh, my God. Yeah. There's... And uh, the two I'm anticipating most besides South Park, Injustice 2 and Friday the 13th. Also making another Marvel versus Capcom. Infinite, yeah. Infinite. They're also uh, porting Final Fantasy 12 over to the PS4, which is by far... Far one of the best ones, and so critically, uh, I have not played that one. Well, he, because the thing is, is it came out on the PS2 after the PS3 released, yeah. So it got no real coverage whatsoever, which is a shame because it was by far one of the best. So that's also coming out. In fact, it was pretty well into the PS3, like because PS2 went on for like four oh, yeah. years until they stopped making games for it. Like it, it came in a good like half a year after the ps3 came out or about a year i was gonna say i think it was more than that half yeah. a year to a year somewhere a year. around there yeah so there's another game that you brought up earlier nier yeah that only like e said a very few people have played and like a lot of people hadn't even heard of this shit because <laughs> it, it's actually it's actually tied to another game that no one's ever heard of which is drakengard 
which is fucking awesome. I'm more familiar with Drakengard than I am Nier. Drakengard is the shit. Nier actually takes place in the same universe as Drakengard, same developer. Um, And we were talking about that earlier. It wasn't really well-received. It was more mixed. But as I've stated many times in the past, the best soundtrack I've ever heard in a video game. I'll have to go back because I didn't get very far into it. I played it for maybe an hour, an hour and a half or so. And it felt clunky and it felt like some of my movements and attacks weren't very uh, well thought out. Like there was some delay between user input and stuff like that. Yeah. But I just watched the video while you guys were downstairs for Automata and it looks looks amazing. (laughs) Yes, dude. I've seen trailers for this game. It looks absolutely phenomenal. Um, I think where they hit, where they missed the mark on the first one, they're definitely nailing it here. Um, and and I mean, it just looks so good, so good. Um, I will actually replay the first one if the Xbox One ever wants to put it on their backwards compatibility list. I will buy it. Be cool. I played I'll it. Let on... you know. Yeah, they send me emails every week telling me what games are. If they yeah, ever eventually put it up, I would buy that game and replay it because that was a that was pretty decent from what I played. It's a uh, it's wrap time, fellas. Any other final thoughts before we go? I have one more. Well, I I want to hear your thought, but after your thought, we have to think about the timelining of how this is all going to go out because by the time they've listened to this, they'll have already listened to Dungeons and Dragons two. Right? Really? No, I don't think so. We just did. Yeah, we did Dungeons and Dragons one, and then we did video games, and then we said we were doing two. Oh, did we? Yep. We could have taken tonight off. We could have. Damn it! <laughs> and then we have this. We could be eating sushi with Toma. <laughs> so this, yeah, we could. We could go be eating. sushi We might with need Toma. to delay Dungeons and Dragons. If you guys want to come with me, we can all get sushi together. That's... I'm not going anywhere. Yeah. I have had a long day and. I was actually looking forward to talking games with you guys tonight. This has been very enjoyable. So regardless of when we release this, we'll at least release it before we will be at Genghis Khan. But it might be either the week after or it might be this weekend. So if it is when you're listening to it this weekend. (laughs) And, and, you know, we might do that because we've got – our boys from Nerd Cubed are having us up for a chili cook-off next weekend – Excited about that. The weekend following is Genghis. The weekend following that is Galaxy Fest. So three places you can find us. Probably not at the Nerd Cube Chili Cookoff because you're not getting an invite to that thing. I'm sorry. Like, there's there's not enough chili for all of us there. But the cons, we can't wait to see you guys and hang out. I didn't know you were ending with business because I was gonna. I'm just gonna mention very briefly. Um, one thing I'm gonna get with uh, like I splurge on a couple things when I get a bonus from work. Cameras for the Bit Cave is the number one thing, but number two I found today, Adidas makes custom shoes. Ooh! And so I'm gonna get a uh, I'm gonna get a custom pair of gazelles. I might have to start wearing some deeds if they do custom because they're expensive. No, I understand. I want to order. They do custom chucks. And they I'm do. a huge fan of Adidas has held out for a long time. You've been able to get custom Nikes for the past decade. Today, uh, Tom Salam sent me a link and he was like, check out my custom Adidas. And I was very jealous. And I realized at that moment that I was going to buy my own SMFE in gold letters on the side gazelles. Nice. I'm excited. 
we'll have to let's look at that when we're off the cast because i want to see what we can customize for our deeds i might get a bit faced custom deeds well let's uh check it out after the cast one final question and tell me you you're not going to be able to answer this but tyler you will did you even miss bex this week oh we we have another <laughs> we we have another welcome host. to the bit faced uh bit faith <laughs> the bit welcome faced. to the bit faced cosplay episode <laughs> No, I did. I did kind of miss Bex this week. I did too. I was thinking about how you... I almost thought about not mentioning it because I was like, you know what? We, we're allowed to go back to, you know, we can. the two of us can do episodes. We already said we're only going to get Bex 50% of the time that we actually want her. So, And that's okay because if she can't always make it down, she's got her shit to do. And you know what? She does run Cap for Kids. And I know we've said it before, but Bitface loves Cap for Kids. And if you like supporting kids and helping them out because unfortunately it's supporting kids with cancer because I say it's unfortunate because kids shouldn't have cancer. That's bad. But if someone's going to support them, it should definitely be someone who goes down dressed straight up as captain America. And my God, Sterling, you're so gorgeous. Just gorgeous. So firm, beautiful. But Tyler also, wanting to sleep with Sterling is the longest running joke. I, I think in Bitface history <laughs> and, and still will be. Yeah, I'm surprised he's still carrying that on. I'm going to keep it up. It's still going, man. Well, there's a reason it's the longest joke. But no, if you guys are going to take anything from BitFaced, it's support cap for kids. If it's even changing your Amazon to make those small pennies go to cap for kids, everyone orders shit from Amazon. It doesn't take long to do. My mom did it. Come on. You want to be as cool as my as my mom. That's that's what it comes down to. And thanks for mentioning that, Uh I guess no final shout-outs or anything else left to say. Actually, I will give a shout-out. Adam Gumbert, I love you, dude. Love you to death. And you know what? Let's leave right at the end here. Before Nick Goches. Nick Goches <laughs> reference, yeah. Hey, Nick, I hope you're still listening. Um, to the left of me, our official streamer, he's going to stream some new games this year, too. He promises as well as playing better than either Tyler or I. Plus, I've never, ever met anyone in my life that talks more than I do Zach Toma. To my right, there would never be a bit face if Tyler didn't show up drunk every week to run the soundboard, run TRG. I, of course, am the very loud and obnoxious Eric G. Hollis, and we are medium. <laughs>